Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that he is within me. Amen. God he is worthy of all praise and all the praise is worthy to God. Thank God for another day. Thank God for another opportunity. Thank God for his grace and for his mercy. Yes. And God can lead us in this place. Amen. Bless us. Bless us. God. That's not what I need to do. Open us up a little bit. We can rush in the presence of the Lord. The Lord is our All right.
Paul is letting us know that when we are in the natural man, God seems invisible. When we're trying to figure things out, God seems invisible. But listen, he said, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Now, you've got to understand that if things that appear invisible to those who are not spiritually connected, but when you're connected back to God, isn't it strange how you can clearly see certain things when people in the natural or baffled? Why do you serve God? For those that are in the spiritual, it's obvious why we serve God. We serve God because we know that there is a God. And because there is a God, when we begin to transform into spiritual aspects of our existence, called natural things, we're crazy. Amen? Which brings me to point number one. When we're looking beyond the surface, you got to understand things that are invisible, they appear invisible because we don't know what we're looking for. We don't know what we're looking for. We don't understand what we're looking for. And because of that, you ever heard that said if it was a snake, it would have bitten you? When God has strategically placed us where we are needed to be, you have to first understand that he's not going to place us where we're not needed. Might not necessarily be what you want, but it's what he needs. And when he places us where he needs us to be, don't you think he would have enough sense to have provisions for everything we need to be successful? But when we're caught up in self, things seem to be invisible. I can't find this, and I can't find that. I don't understand this, and I don't understand that. That's when we must understand that it's bigger than us. God is not taking a nap. He doesn't slumber, nor does he sleep. So with that being understood, things are invisible to you because you have not awakened spiritually. There is a way that seemeth right, but the end thereof is death. I don't know about y'all, but y'all can turn something deep down. Oh, amen. Thank you. When Jack is amen, you know it's a movie in the wall. Praise the Lord. So when we, when we figure out and understand that they're invisible, because I'm trying to find spiritual things with a natural eye. Have you ever read the Bible at a point in your life where it made absolutely no sense to you? Because you came to God incorrectly. You're trying to read God like you would read a physics book, like you would read a mathematical book, 
or daily newspaper or your favorite magazine publication. But the Word of God is so special, so sacred, that you got to condition yourself to hear what God would have for you. That's why people are challenged and struggle with accepting God for who he is. You heard me talk on last week that if there was no God, why would people spend trillions and billions of dollars trying to prove it was? Think about it. If you're spending your money to discredit something, after a while you got to stop, right? But people continually want to argue. They, they have gotten it to the point to where it has become so minute that you're confused in your own faith walk. You don't even know what you believe is real anymore. That's because they're trying to contaminate what God says the law. But when we're in connection spiritually, we can see right through that. It becomes clear as day. So when we understand what we're looking for, remember, we don't need to look for God because God is omnipresent. He's always there. So if he's always there, who then needs to get in tune? It's us that needs to get in tune. Amen? You can't find God in a woman. You can't find God in a man. You can't find God in a dream. You can't find God in a high. Because God is right there. He, Paul told us in three that it's the simplicity that has caused man to stumble. He's been there all the time, Jack. I've run all over here and yonder trying to find the answer when the answer is right there in front of us. All we have to do is choose you this day. Number two, we must train our spiritual eyes. Jackie, I believe you've been teaching yourself Japanese, right? Pretty challenging, isn't it? Some days are tougher than others. Just like training for God. Some days or tougher than up. Some days you get frustrated and say, what's the point of me doing this anyhow? I am probably never end up in Japan or anywhere close to Japan. Why am I doing all this? And in some instances, Jackie, if you be honest, you thought about just stopping altogether. But it's just like serving God when you... As soon as you feel like throwing in the towel, you get a flicker of light to encourage you to move on just a little while longer. Understanding that God has everything around us to train us spiritually, but we have to taste and see. We have to taste and see. And when you're complaining about why is this falling in your way, it's to make you better. It's to make you strong. It's to make you wiser. It's to make you a better servant for the Lord. Some of us right now, if you be honest with you, you got some tasks 
that keep following your way, you don't want to have nothing to do with, but God won't take it away. Hello, somebody. <laughs> you keep on like, Lord, I don't want them. He won't even say nothing. Yeah, okay. He'll let it subside for a little while, and you think it's gone, and here it come again. Well, why you keep doing that to me? He won't say anything. If it's up to us, if we say we're about God's business, if we say we love the Lord, but when he gives us something to do, why do we continue to fight? Training our spiritual eyes means that we have to disconnect sometimes carnally. It's going to always be the best part until the next party comes up. It's going to always be the most exciting thing in your life until you start realizing that God is the most exciting thing that you could ever have. So every time you try to make an excuse, it blocks us from growing spiritually than what we need to make it through eternity. Because how many realize that this is just a test run right here? There is a heaven and hell. And I don't want us to find out the hard way. Listen to what he says. He says, they'll clearly be seen and being understood by the things that are made even to his eternal power and God here. Everybody say the Trinity. The Trinity is real. The Trinity is not make-believe. And people that question God because they have not to connect spiritually. They think the Trinity is invisible. I don't see anything in the Bible that says the Trinity. You're looking for the obvious word Trinity, and that's how Satan works on man. That's how he deceived Eve. He said, surely you won't die. What was Satan's plan on Eve? Eve was understanding that if she took a bite from that tree, the fruit from that tree, she would die. And in her mind, she thought instant drop dead death. But Satan understanding that man was never designed to die initially. And so he told her, you're not going to just drop dead, which leads us back to Hebrews 9 and 27. He said it was appointed once for man to die after the partaking of this particular fruit. What am I trying to say? Satan is a master at deceiving us. He will make you feel like you're all alone until you do what you need to do and you find out the cause and effect that you had on people you didn't even know you had effects on. I'm making any sense. So when we understand that the Godhead in the Trinity, there is a God, which is the Father. There is a Son, who is the Redeemer. And there is the Holy Spirit, which is the Comforter. 
And we understand that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit is that trinity that man is looking for that one word. That's just like saying that I can call you man, 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 woman, 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 but that is nothing but more of a title. When I develop, when I become visible to the invisible, instead of a figurehead man, you become Jarius. That's the beginning of my relationship with you. When you become Stephanie, that begins my relationship with you. So now what was invisible becomes clearly visible. Is this just a story to keep me in check? Talking about God, I would have to say no. Jesus came to the 42 generations just to redeem you and I. Now it's up to you to believe that or not. I'm finding out day by day that when you begin to believe something, it begins to carry out in your actions. I don't have to stand up over you to remind you to live a whole full life in the Lord. I shouldn't have to if I'm doing my job. My job is to teach you what just says the Lord. Your job is to take the word of God and apply it to your daily life. It's that simple. But I'm looking beyond the surface of things. Now, you are supposed to go back and check false reference. That's called due diligence. Once you find out for yourself, guess what? I'm not responsible. You can go rob the bank if you want to. I already told you, we don't have prison ministry. And, and don't get upset with me if if I, you know, don't come see you every weekend because you decide to go rob a bank. Understand that choices lead to consequences, good or bad. But we understand if you choose to go out of the will of God, is that God's fault? No. It's not God's fault at all. So we have to understand that, that it's up to you if you accept this word as God's true message to believe that there's a trinity even if you never see it in the Bible, in the word trinity. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Looking beyond the surface will have us understanding too that whether you want to accept it or not, your emotions or your expectations or greater when your knowledge becomes greater. What am I saying? The more you learn of God, the more that's expected of you. Ignorance is no excuse. You can't live on ideas. That's not going to fly. What we have to do is line up to the precepts 
Oscar for God. When you get on a job, most of them, they'll give you a manual, or here are the rules and the policies for the job. Sometimes we don't read it until we get in trouble. It's just like the Word of God. The Bible is your policy and rules and regulations for life. We don't usually go to it until we get in trouble. Then we're trying to see them through finding that right paragraph instead of slowly letting it digest in your mind, body, and soul. Once the word becomes a part of you, it begins to dictate to you what's proper or what's improper. Amen? Jackie, I would hope that if you got upset with me, that you wouldn't knock my glasses off my face and say, find me, you blind, pop-eyed joke. <laughs> but that you would have enough God in you to say, hey, I'm having a problem with you right now. We can talk it out, walk it out, and hopefully work it out. But don't hit me, Jackie. Amen. Don't let your enemy block your blessing. God promised that your enemy would become your footstool. And when your enemy has become your footstool, that means you're about to elevate. But if you keep knocking everybody out the box, how can you grow? Resistance builds strength. Knowledge increases my expectation. If everybody else is still and they appear to be getting away with it, you decide I'm going to give my part of the action to who's going to be the one to get caught? You. And then you're going to write, then what you're going to do is sign. Everybody else is doing it. But you profess to be a child of the king. You profess to do the will of God in season and out of season. You profess that I'm going to hold on to see what the end is going to be. So there are no excuses when everybody else seems to be getting away with it. Because your standards have been set. Your goals have been determined. And in order for you to reach those goals, you're going to have to show some discipline. Dad wants to be the pump. Thank God for it. That's going to take some discipline. You can't go to class once a week expecting to know all the medical terms. Amen. Bill wants to study math. God bless him. Well, you better know those formulas. You better know how to square root and everything else to get what you need, and it ain't going to come by half step. Jasmine, I mean Jackie, I'll go get them mixed up. Jackie is a writer. That don't come from just holding a pen. 
You got to put that pen to some paper. You got to work that thing out. You got to grow through some change. You got to understand that I got to start somewhere, so I might as well start now. And as you begin to grow, your knowledge increases. And as you obtain this knowledge and you apply it to practical living, the knowledge now grows into wisdom. Now I know that serving God is beyond the service. It's good to come to the house of the Lord. It's encouraged to come to the house of the Lord, but don't let it end right there. Challenge yourself. Study for yourself. Learn of God for yourself. You never know. I could have an emergency cardiac arrest. Lord, I don't want that. But does that mean the church should stop? Somebody ought to have a word in them. Somebody ought to have some God in them. Somebody ought to be my Caleb and wait. Somebody ought to be my Aaron to hold my hands up, hold my arms up. That comes by preparing myself. Everybody say, preparing myself. Starts with me. Amen. That becomes personal. That becomes looking beyond the surface. That's bigger than, oh, okay, pastor handle that. First lady handle that. Somebody else handle that. But then somebody becomes you. Amen. You have to be prepared. TD always saying, get ready. Get ready. Understanding this, we used to sing this song. The Bible is right. That means I know the Bible is right. Somebody's wrong. I know the Bible is right. Somebody's wrong. I know the Bible. Somebody's wrong. I know the Bible is right. Somebody's wrong. You say, well, I told you once, and I told you twice. You can't make heaven with a girlfriend and a wife. The Bible is right. If we believe the Bible is right, let us apply. Let us live by. Let us become the living example. Because only what we do for root Christ will last. Amen. Then I say no excuses. Feel like no excuses. Every one of us are accountable and responsible. Every one of us. And whether we realize it or not, we have cause and effect on each other. Jasmine, if you go out there and cut up. You know what they're going to say? Y'all know that girl. The preacher's daughter. The school board member's daughter. They'll call you and connect you to everybody else. The temple, the girl goes to the temple. 
He was cutting up. We have cause and effect. We represent more than ourselves. Yeah, I know it comes a time where you say, I got to look out for me. But looking out for me is what gets you in trouble. If Jesus just looked out for me, there wouldn't have been no cow. Hello? You already know that without Calvary, there is no salvation. There's no salvation. There's no purpose for neither one of them. So to understand, when he says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, let us not get it mistaken. Let us not get it twisted. Let us not fall by the wayside. And let us understand that what God requires for us will not change. Looking beyond the surface will have me take a harder look at myself and challenge myself and ask myself, what can I do to position myself and those around me better? And if you're not pushing yourself, you're cheating yourself. If you're cheating yourself, you're cheating those that are dependent upon you. I depend upon you just as you depend upon me. I feel like if I don't give you my best, I'm letting you down. Hopefully you feel the same way. I've never counted numbers. I make the numbers count. And a family that prays together definitely will stay together. There's a core to every group, no matter the size of that group. There's going to always be the glue that holds that group together. Those that understand have to look beyond the surface. We don't get offended nor upset when the do drop in come in and saying, I've been there all the time, and you may have, and there may be circumstances, but God knows where the laborers truly lie, and he rewards us all justly. It's like the man, remember the man that came in and, and, and hired the workers in the early of the day. They agreed upon their faith. Others began to come later and later. And some came with the one hour left for work, and they all got the same pay, and those that were there all day got upset. It's not right. Well, when we understand that serving the Lord does pay off, are you going to be so concerned about who just came, who just got saved, are you going to say, Lord, thank you, and, and welcome all to the fold? Remember the thief at the cross. He met those in glory with Jesus who had been laboring a long time. But I just don't think people are going to be so consumed and concerned about that when you make it to heaven. How long did you work for the Lord? I worked for the Lord 30 years. God bless you. How long did you work for the Lord? 
I work for the Lord 20 years. God bless you. How long did you work for the Lord? Well, I just accepted him this morning. And he called me on in. I don't believe there's a section in heaven that says those that have been serving the Lord the longest in this section. In this section. So he said there's going to be rejoicing in heaven and not in a certain section, Jackie. Because a writer just started writing and the stroke of a luck and the stroke of convenience, they become a recognized publishing artist overnight. Don't get frustrated. Keep on grinding. Somebody may come by and understand the medical terms and be a better volleyball player. Don't get discouraged. Keep on grinding. This is sad, Bill. Folks will come and go and try to vote you in, vote you out. Don't take it personally. Just keep on grinding. Gary, when people don't understand you, don't try to spend a whole bunch of time validating who you are and why you do. Just keep on grinding. Just make sure that what you do for Christ will last. When we understand that, when we when we focus on that, we begin to look beyond the surface. Mike, don't look at it because you see the world differently. And things that are important to you might not matter to anybody else. Just keep on grinding. Philip, I know you're still trying to figure things out. While you're figuring out, God's working on it. Just keep on grinding. You don't focus on what's not working. You focus on what is. Once you figure that out, that's half the battle. Jesus realized that the entire world would not understand his purpose, but it didn't stop him from suffering. He realized that even the very ones he helped would turn on him. But he kept right on him. Looking beyond the surface is a person decision. I pray that you are up to that challenge. Because I know I am. I want us all to make heaven together. I want us all to stay focused. For God I live, and for God I'll die. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your message. We thank you for understanding. We thank you for clarity. Now I pray that we mature in our walk with you that we become stronger in our walk for you. That we become wiser in our walk for you. That we graduate from the carnal man to the spiritual man. In Jesus' name. Ask the Lord over my soul. 
all that is within me. Amen. Amen. Let's give out a hand praise and thanks. Amen.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.